Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Talk Radio 77, WABC. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, my friends. It is Tuesday. Welcome to Bo Snurdly's Rush Hour. If you want to be part of the program today, 800-848-WABC is the number to reach us. 800 848-9222. Thank you, Mayor Giuliani. I enjoyed being with the mayor on his program. Looking forward to your telephone calls. Right before the show started, I got a text from Todd Benzman, and Todd has done it again. Todd Benzman, I continue to say, is the United States of America's premier reporter when it comes to immigration matters. He is with the Center for Immigration Studies. Uh, This is going to make some of you upset, no doubt, if you read through his article, especially if you happen to be a person of faith. Biden administration sends millions to religious nonprofits facilitating mass illegal migration. A CIS, that would be the Center for Immigration Studies examination of one subset of 200-plus NGOs, those would be non-governmental organizations, helping a mammoth UN-led immigration assistance project reveals pass-through taxpayer funding of the worst mass migration in U.S. history. Well, what does all that mean? All right, Center for Immigration Studies took a look at the way the United Nations has been spending money to help migrants get to America from these various countries that are flooding America with illegal immigrants. They looked at the Regional Refugee and Migrant Response Plan. That's one group in the United Nations that has doled out $1.6 billion in cash, debit cards, food, clothing, medical treatment, shelter, and even humanitarian transportation. So you ask yourself, and I've asked myself, and I've asked Todd, how are these people getting here? How do they sustain themselves walking or in some places jumping on transportation, like trains, riding on the top of trains, through these various countries to make it through 
the unguarded, unprotected, on purpose, American southern border. They have cash. They're given food, debit cards. They're given food, clothing, medical treatment. There's a large effort to fund, fund the illegal migration into the United States. The United Nations, and we are the largest supplier of money to the United Nations, we are paying the United Nations, who in turn pay these groups to help fund the illegal migration into America. That's how. Todd Benzman's story, but suspicions that the administration of President Joe Biden is directly footing the bill for at least part of the facilitating the most voluminous mass of mass migration in U.S. history, now in its fourth straight year, can now be confirmed. This is the part where some of you are going to not like. I promise. Others are going to be saying, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. A follow-up CIS examination of the more than 30 faith-based nonprofits among those United Nations NGO partners representing Jewish, Lutheran, Seventh-day Adventist, Catholic, and non-denominational evangelical organizations shows that the United States Department's Bureau of Population refugees and migration, and the U.S. Agency for International Development has been mainlining taxpayer funds to these groups. In other words, your tax dollars under Joe Biden have gone directly into these religious faith-based groups, some of them Jewish groups, some of them Lutheran, Seventh-day Adventist, Ad- others Catholic, some non-denational, non-denominational evangelical groups to fund illegal immigrants coming into and invading America. They give you an example. One is called Hias. A prime example is the self-described Jewish American nonprofit organization Hias of Silver Spring, Maryland. Incorporated in 1903 as the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society which has pledged $17.1 million to aid immigrants in at least seven Latin American nations during 2024. It turns out 47% of the revenue reported by highest came as grants from government agencies, the majority from the State Department. So our State Department is funneling money to this faith-based group who then funds the money to illegal immigrants to come into the country illegally. There can be little question about the origins and purpose of at least some of Hyas's $17 million pledge to the UN's Latin American Migrant Trails Project. Last year, the State Department PRM gave Hyas $6 million grant according to usaspending.gov, a database that tracks federal spending. And they go on. 
Now, I don't want to single out a group that's Jewish and not tell you that there are groups in here that are mentioned in Todd's reporting that are also Catholic groups, Lutheran groups, Seventh-day Adventist groups. It's an eight-page article, and I don't want to go through the entire eight pages. You can find it at cis.org, or I posted it on my Twitter feed, but at Bosnerly. You can find it, and you can read all of this for yourself. But the reality of this is that we have been, our government, our State Department, under Joe Biden, and it's not just the State Department, we have been funneling money to the United Nations, who in turn passes the money on to these groups, or in some cases granting these groups direct funds that are then used to give money to the illegal immigrants to make sure that they have enough food, have enough clothing, have enough shelter when they need it. But their journey for whatever con- from whatever country they're coming from into the bo- in past the borders of our country illegally. Joe Biden administration and relig- religious organizations are in part funding this mass migration of illegal immigrants into the United States. Now. I am sure many of you are religious people and you say, yeah, gee, I'm Catholic and I support the Catholic Church and its mission. And I ask you, is the Catholic Church mission to break United States law? Are the Seventh-day Adventists, is that a religious mandate to break American law. It is a mandate. Is it a mandate from evangelical NGOs to break American law? Because that's what they're doing. They're facilitating the breaking of American law under the guise of religion. Now, keep in mind, leftists like and Democrats, if you mentioned we need to have vouchers for religious schools so that American children can learn religious values, why these people go on the absolute war path. They will tell you that there should be a separation of church and state, and no way should we be providing any money for any religious indoctrination of any kid anywhere. In fact, the world would be better off without religion, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But when it comes to spending your taxpayer dollars to fund religious groups that are interested in facilitating this illegal immigrant invasion into America, they're fine with it. It was, oh yeah, sure. Let's fund these religious NGOs as long as they're helping to destroy America by facilitating this wave of immigration that we have never seen under Joe Biden, six million illegal entries into this country, and more or more. 
we're talking minimum six million. There are stories today, again, about how Chicago is is buckling under the one hundred and thirty thousand, I believe the number is, I don't have it in front of me. But the number of immigrants there is causing the city to buckle. The mayor there, this hapless mayor, has now just thrown out his own rules about how long illegal immigrants can stay in shelters because they have nowhere else to put them. So, yeah, just ignore the rules. We told you 60 days, but just stay there. And residents in Chicago are furious. Their children are losing resources in school. There are all sorts of resources that are being denied American citizens to fund this. But yet, none of these religious groups are held to account. Nobody is calling on these religious faith-based, non-governmental organizations, putting them on the TV, interviewing them, asking them, why are you facilitating the breaking of American law? Why do you facilitate this wave of illegal immigration into America? And no one in the mainstream press is asking the Biden administration to hold themselves. Why are you spending this money on these religious groups that are actually helping to facilitate immigration? illegal immigration. There is a funny, to me it's almost hysterically funny piece in the Amazon Prime Washington Post today by a journalist, a columnist, here she is, I just pulled it out, and she says this with a straight face, Catherine Rampell. I try not to call names, but when I read this piece, the first thing I thought of was, and I'm I'm not trying to be mean to this woman, but I, I said this woman must be a total idiot. And, and, and I don't even like talking like that. I don't, I don't want to call her an idiot at all. I'm just going to say she's misguided or worse. Here's her opinion piece in today's Amazon Prime Washington Post. House Republicans keep fumbling immigration. Maybe they're just incompetent? She says House Republicans in recent weeks have blown up an immigration deal negotiated by their own party in the Senate and urged Biden to adopt border measures that courts have found illegal. Look, let me tell you something. This is all propaganda. The reason that that immigration deal in the Senate blew up was because it is really a Ukraine aid deal. Republicans put down the market, you're not going to get more money for Ukraine until we deal with the border. So the turtle, McConnell, and the establishment Republicans said, oh, girly, this wall, Garley, those stupid house people, we got to do something. So they came up with this so-called immigration deal, and nobody in the Senate has really seen the full text of the deal. Mike Lee is one of the big voices complaining that they haven't even been allowed to see the, 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 the legislation in total. Today, Rick Scott has an editorial, I think it's in The Hill, calling out McConnell on this whole this whole facade of an immigration deal. Basically, it just allows more people in. Another million or so over the next year. Legally. Illegal. Legal. They'd otherwise, because the asylum program is crap, 
It doesn't work. It should have been scrapped a long time ago. It's useless. And basically what they're saying is, oh, we found a way to let another million people here. We'll just call it legal. But these are people that would normally be turned away from coming into the country. And so rightly so, members of the House said this deal is dead on arrival. And rightly so, there are some GOP senators who are not interested in lying to you and lying to the American public and trying to pretend this is a good deal, who are saying this deal sucks. We're not going to sign on to it. And then you get this would-be journalist at the Washington, Amazon Prime, Washington Post, are, are, are they just incompetent Republicans? Republicans haven't fumbled immigration. Joe Biden has broken the law from day one, refused to enforce American law. We have six million illegal immigrants in America and counting under Joe Biden. And this little woman over at the Washington Post, the only thing she can do is jump up and say, Republicans are incompetent. These people have lost their minds. Who do they expect to swallow this drivel? It's it's just... Some of it's beyond belief. Diego. Jive talking. BG's. I know they went in the studio, right? This is the day. Is this it? That they went in the studio to record this baby? Today they went into the studio. That's correct. Yeah. And this is what they came out with. Sounds pretty good, right? I'm telling you. It says here, uh, Barry Gibbs' inspiration for the song came when his wife commented on the sound their car made while crossing the bridge over... Um, I'm going to botch this pronunciation. Bis- Biscayne, the Biscayne, the Biscayne Bid, the bridge. Biscayne, Biscayne Bay, there bridge. you go. <laughs> yeah, in, in Miami. She noted it's like, um, it's our drive talking, so, yeah. And out of that came drive talking. Love it. Pretty cool. All right, 800-848-WABC is the number to call. If you were listening to Rudy, you know that uh, so far, at least... The president has not called the families of the service men and women lost in their battle with Iran through a proxy because they're waiting on paperwork. The families have to fill out some kind of paperwork before the president can give them a condolence call. I've never heard of this. Every day... Just when you think you have heard everything, and there's nothing more that can infuriate you, every day this administration comes out with something else that's worse than the day before. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, with you here on WABC Talk Radio 77. On 77 WABC. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. Nineteen forty-two birthday. Marty Ballin, American singer-songwriter, best known as the founder and one of the lead singers of Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, Jefferson Rocket Ship, Jefferson Flying Saucer. All the Jeffersons. Yeah. One thing I don't care what they call themselves. The plane, the starship, the motorboat. The music was always awesome from Jefferson. Three names in three different eras, and it's it sounds so good, you know? Yeah, play Sarah. Come on, come on. How are you gonna how are you gonna play Jefferson and not play Sarah? I don't know why, but this is still like my favorite Jefferson. I don't know whether they were Starship, Airplane. I think they were Starship at this point. Or, you know, Cruise Line, Jefferson Cruise Line. I don't know what they were (laughs) when they did this one. But this is still my favorite Jefferson song. Every time I hear this song, it makes me happy. Even though it's a sad song. Yeah, this reminds me of middle school when I had a crush and she rejected me and I was like, no. (laughs) Did you stand up in front of the mirror singing this song to yourself? I didn't go that far. I didn't go that far, but it was still pretty intense. Jefferson Forklift Drivers here on WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. We're going to get to your calls. Um, I just want to go through a few other stories, okay? Ilhan Omar talked about this yesterday. She's still in Congress. I don't know why. A congresswoman of the United States stands up and tells the world, I am first and foremost a Somalian. I am only in American Congress so that I can represent the interest of Somalia. And she is still in Congress. Every weak need, Turkish Republican needs to get their tail from between their legs and throw this woman out of the House of Representatives today. If you can't do it today, Do it first thing tomorrow morning. This is insanity. How do you let this woman, oh, you big and bad Republicans, hey, Mike Lawler and the rest of you New York Republicans, you all were so big and bad because you wanted to get rid of George Santos. Okay, you got rid of Santos. Why are you letting this woman stay in Congress one more time? day. Then you have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is saying that we need to fund the terrorist or the, the UN agency organization that has 10% of their members 
tied directly to terrorist groups? Who had members participating in the Hamas attack on Israel? And yet you have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez demanding that we continue to fund that group by millions of dollars. And now we have on Earth blogs, and this didn't come from some right-wing organization, it came from the Daily Beast. They went and unearthed blogs of squad member Jamal Bowman, who never saw a fire, never heard a fire, passed a fire alarm that he didn't want to pull. Now they have revealed that this guy is part of the coup conspiracy with the 9-11 conspiracy theories. And he was spewing these 9-11 conspiracy theories while he was a principal in New York City. Yes. Yes, Curtis, can you come in? Please ask Curtis Lee to come in. Please ask Curtis to come in. This is unbelievable. Curtis just texted me, right, because this stuff, this this thing that I did from, from CIS, okay, from Todd Benjamin at CIS, he just texted me about it. And let me tell you something. Curtis is down. Curtis is down. Curtis sends me Curtis sends me stuff in the middle of the night. I'm trying to sleep. My phone goes off. I wake up. It's a text from Curtis Lee. He's somewhere in New York City. He's dealing and out there. The guy doesn't sleep. He's out there trying to tell the story of what is happening in New York with pictures, with videos. He's on Twitter. He's all over social media. He's on ABC. This is the guy that is actually documenting the failure of this administration in New York dealing with illegal immigration. Curtis, what's going on, man? Oh, thank you. Oh, man. Wow. What a rollout on that after that kukulamunga, that crackpot Reginald Bowman, and all of his conspiracy theories. I thought you were lumping me with him for a second there. Oh. But let me lay it out for you. Before we go to immigration real quick, can you believe this, James Golden, that the city council is going to override Eric Adams' veto about solitary confinement in Rikers Island. By the way, I'm the only candidate for mayor who's ever been locked up in Rikers Island. And it will include, when they transport prisoners to court, 30 guys in one bus, none of them will be handcuffed. Can- what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong, Curtis? <laughs> This will be like Con Air on a Rikers Island prison bus. This is crazy. What could possibly go wrong? Look, look. Let's just put the worst of the worst criminals in. Don't handcuff them. It's inhumane. Don't make them stay by themselves after they've done heinous things and after they may want to kill prison staff or try to kill each other. It's inhumane that they should have to spend time with themselves. For all the times I've been locked up, I get put in the squad car, my hands behind my back, and I got handcuffs on. You have to do that. But imagine you're... You're taking the worst guys from jail to their their court appointed uh, times that they have to see a judge, and they're not going to be handcuffed on the bus. It is hard enough to control thirty kids on a school bus going to school. You can. Who's going to want to be a correctional Curtis, officer? Who are these people? Who are these Democrats? Do these people not live in New York? Chris, we got to take a break. Stay where you are. Do not go away. We got to do the the, the stuff. You know, the stuff that brings in the money. Got it. And then when we do that, I want to talk to you about 
Curtis, I'm beside myself with this immigration story. Great story you came up with. Great. I'm beside myself that Ilhan Omar is still in Congress a day after she says, I am representing the interest of Somalia. That's the only reason I'm in your stinking U.S. Congress. And she's still there. Let it go to Mogadishu. Mogadishu. (laughs) Unbelievable. Anyway, today is the birthday of a great, and I mean great, musician. He was a member of Genesis. Genesis was one of the world's kick-ass bands of all times. Then, if that wasn't enough of a career, the drummer, the songwriter, the record producer, the singer, moves into his solo career, a groovy kind of love. There are so many hits, Susudio. The Phil and Phil show, where he did Phil Collins and Philip Bailey, Easy Lover. I was just thinking about that one, actually. Yeah. So many hits. Against all odds. Another Day in Paradise. Everything this guy touches is a hit. It's his birthday today. Phil Collins on WABC. Curtis Lee is here. We're going to continue to talk about this immigration fiasco. We got to check in, make some money, come back. You, me, Curtis. Boston Early's Rush Hour. Phil Collins, WABC, Talk Radio 77. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Bo Snurdly. On 77 WABC. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. Curtis Lee was here. Bo Snurdly's here. Rush Hour, you are here on the phone. All right, Curtis, I sent you that story. And let me tell you about Todd Bensman a minute. Todd Todd actually goes, Curtis. He does what you do. He doesn't wait for somebody else to report it. He goes and checks it out with his own eyes and does the reporting. He talks to people. This is what you do. This is what the amazing thing that I love about what you are doing. You are not just getting on the air and saying, this is my opinion. You're down in the subways. You're down talking to people. You're all over the city. You have been trying to protect New Yorkers for most of your life. And this is the thing. You're committed to it. And the stories that you are telling about the, uh, the American citizens that now are not getting the resources that they need 
because we are spending money on people that have entered this country illegally and the funding is now clear and it has been clear for a while to me if you want to really talk about some of the the misappropriation of money you should see the money that's going to support this sham of an asylum program that we're running but this is deep curtis you've got religious groups religious groups jewish seventh-day adventists catholic evangelicals propping up this illegal invasion of america and i don't know whether the parishioners the people that go to church every week that go to synagogue every week that go to temple that go everywhere and worship and they want their country back i have no idea whether these people are even aware that some of their churches some of their synagogues some of their uh, their organizations are actually funding this invasion into America. It's all through the federal government. It's really not uh, any of the donations that are being taken. I can tell you that about Catholic Charities, which is the biggest racket. It really needs to be investigated. They get federal tax dollars. They go down to the border, and they uh, put people on buses, and they say, hey, where would you like to go? Naturally, uh, eight out of every ten say New York City. And then they give them gift certificates. They've done it in D.C. They do it here in New York. That's why you see all these illegal aliens with the Target bags. They buy up all these Target gift certificates with federal tax dollars. Their constituents, meaning those that follow their faith, would probably not be donating for the illegal aliens because they've seen that the illegal aliens get more than American citizens get. Think of this, James. They step off the bus in New York City. They get an iPhone, a smartphone. They get health insurance. They get culturally appropriate food. They are in hotel rooms where it costs us, the sucker taxpayers, $400 a night. They get more than veterans who are homeless and homeless people who have who have been American citizens their whole lives. And now you get Catholic charities coming in and these other religious groups. It's all about a money grab. It's a dollar for us and then a dollar for the illegals. Thank you, sucker federal taxpayers. It's a racket. How do we, Curtis, if the American people will not demand that this be ended, how does this end? They have to go to their own religious leaders and they have to say, Stop pretending that all of a sudden uh, you want to take in the tired, the poor, the illegals, because you need to start right here at home taking care of our own. Taking care of our own, which some of them, in fact, many of them don't do. And in fact, here in New York City, I'll give you the sanctimonious hypocrites, both uh, those who have synagogues, mosques, churches, whether they're reverends or pastors, they were offered $125 a head. By Eric Adams, mayor of the illegal aliens, $125 to house an illegal alien each day. Start multiplying that. And only two churches would accept that, uh, evangelical churches in the South Bronx. The rest of them who are telling us that we're xenophobes, we're insensitive, we're racist, all of our religious leaders, when it's given, they're given an opportunity to house a few illegal aliens of their own in their parish, uh, in their mosque, uh, in their shul. They all take wolf tickets, do as I say, but not as I do. They're sanctimonious hypocrites. So this thing that has been allowed to evolve, where this is an industry now, it is an industry, Curtis. 
this trafficking of illegal migrants into America. Who is keeping track of where the undocumented minors end up? What happens to these young girls that are coming here with no protection? Where do they end up? Where, who, how deep are the tentacles with this thing? Oh, it's huge. Uh, I was in Corona, Elmhurst, Queens last night, uh, which we're patrolling now because they have uh, all the bordellos. There are young girls walking up and down, selling themselves. Uh, All of them are illegal aliens, Asians and Latinas. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of madams making money. There's a lot of pimps making money. There's a lot of landlords making money because then they get to use their establishments at a high price. And we don't lock them up. We don't shut them down. We just turn our eyes to it. It's all part of what's coming across the border with the fentanyl. And the as we know, the terrorists are coming strong and they're going to hit us again because we're making it so easy. And nobody, I mean, nobody is tracking them because all these sanctuary cities and states will not cooperate with ICE, La Migre, Immigration and Naturalization Service. They track those uh, bad hombres. They know how to bag them and tag them, arrest them and deport them. But every sanctuary city and sanctuary state like New York, like New Jersey, Connecticut, will not cooperate with ICE. That is a disgrace, James ICE, which is here to protect us, to make sure that a 9-11 doesn't happen again. Well, this guy, Mayorkas, wrote some scathing letter to Congress about how this is all a sham. They're trying to impeach him. And what evidence? He says it's baseless, false allegations that he hasn't, uh, that he hasn't persecuted or followed the law here. The evidence is 6 million people in this country illegally that we don't need more evidence than that. People see what is happening in their communities. I don't know how this guy actually has a leg to stand on. Of course, he won't be, he's still going to be in office. The Senate will never just say, okay, he's out of a job. Because this is the income. Somebody wants this to happen. Look, and why we know we know Mayorkas is just a tool. He's a puppet. It's Papa Chulo Joe Biden. He was on that stage with then President Donald Trump in the debate. He said to everyone watching, including the illegals across the board, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? I'm your Papa Chulo. I get elected. Andale, andale, andale. And they've been coming ever since. Six million and counting. And. There are, I saw a story yesterday that the reason that they want to flood Texas, there's a story in the Los Angeles Times today, Curtis, another opinion piece. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is defying a U.S. Supreme Court order. That's frightening. They are not frightened at the L.A. Times that in Los Angeles and California now, illegal immigrants have been granted full health care coverage. They are not frightened that they are paying mass, that the, they have run up now multi-billion dollar budget deficits in California again because a lot of what they're doing is funding an illegal population and taxing to death American citizens in California. And wealthy Californians, some of them have finally had enough and are fleeing. This mismanagement, you go to city after city, it's New York, it's Chicago, it's throughout California, it's in Maryland, 
It's in everywhere you see Democrats is this. How do you have any confidence that if Republicans prevail in 2024, there will finally be a move to put a stop to this? Oh, there's no doubt. And the person who has persevered against all odds has been Governor Abbott. Boy, this is a man of strength. He's got a pair. He does not blink. He does not uh, surrender. He does not retreat. Even against the United States Supreme Court voted against him 5-4. They said uh, that ICE could cut through the razor wire. He said, no, I defy the United States Supreme Court. I defy Joe Biden, my orcas. And I defy the legislative branch in Congress that is coming up with this cockamamie compromise that would allow 5,000 a day to come in that we know of. You start multiplying that in one year alone, that's the size of the city of Phoenix, about 1.8 million. That's nuts. Right. And what he's saying is Texas has a right to defend itself. And that is a constitutional right as well. And he's going to continue to press it. Well, he's defending America in addition to defending Texas. By the way, a quick note. Phil Collins' daughter was a guardian angel in Vancouver, British Columbia. And breaking news, the guy that you hate and I hate, Eric Adams, has just been smashed to smithereens by the city council that overrode his veto by a vote. Of 42 to 9. That's, in fact, more people now sided with the opposition that originally sided with him. He's such a horrible salesperson. The more the council people said, enough of you. You're the swagger man with no plan. We're going to overwhelm your veto. So the cops get screwed and the correctional officers get screwed because Eric Adams does not know how to be an administrator and lead the city of New York. I don't hate Eric Adams. I just disagree with almost everything that comes out of him. Let me ask you a quick question. Uh, how did yes. he end up going to Bayside High School? He was in oh, Southeast please. Queens. You went to Yo, Jackson. Man, you got to have connections, bro. Oh, yeah, I know. You know Springfield Gardens. You know the, you know. Hey, Curtis, have you ever seen Jody Watley? Jody Watley? From Shalimar. Oh, hell yes, Shalimar. Oh, my God. That's a baby-making machine. I saw Jody Watley. I was somewhere, and Jody Watley came in, and my jaw dropped. You know how many babies like, were born as a result of the songs of Shalimar? <laughs> <laughs> this, oh, 1961. Oh, I, I used to get into the groove to Shalimar like there was no tomorrow. I would tell the young ladies on the dance floor, you had better go for a pregnancy test tomorrow. No. Oh. 1961, Jody Watley's born. A Shalimar singer. And let me tell you something, boy. Back in the day. What a grind. What a grind. Amen. Thank you, Curtis. WABC Talk Radio 77. Coming back. Your call. Stay right here. Boston Early's Rush Hour. Hour with Bo Snerdly. Bo Snerdly on 77 WABC. Listen to Talk Radio 77 WABC on your Echo device. Tell Alexa to play 77 WABC. 77 WABC. 
James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. song we just listened to except this is another version Howard you would singing on this one too the lead singer from Shalomar but this is Babyface his version of For the Lover in You and this is 50 Cent I think your heart was wounded God sent me to heal it on a mission ain't no stress love love you with position this is the line I like. It's got like 50 names. Lil Cool. LL Cool. Howard LL Hewitt, Cool J. Uh, that's who Jody Worley. Yeah, it's the honey looking laced baby. Yeah. He says, see, this is, this is one of the most romantic things from this generation. He's proposing to her, right? That's what this song is. Oh. This, this, this ring means I'll always be true. He says, I'm going to throw this rock up on your hand and give you the world. I love that as a proposal. Hey, I want to, I'm going to throw this rock up on your hand. Thank you for that. Can't wait to see what the rest of the marriage brings. It's time. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. Janet in Florida. We start with you. Hello, Janet. Hi, Bo. Thanks for taking my call. Just wanted to say I'm very concerned about the upcoming presidential election and illegals voting in it. And I really think the Republicans need to put out a major advertising campaign saying that it is illegal and there will be consequences for them and anybody that helps them. Janet, you have every reason and right to be concerned about election integrity and Republicans had better get their act together this time around. Every single precinct in America should have Republican poll watchers, every single one. Thank you, Janet. Robert, Suffolk County. How are you, Robert? Okay. It's obvious. It's right in front of us. It's not about votes. It's about taking over our country from within. An entrenched mercenary army that Biden has let in. Prepare yourself, America. I love it. Prepare yourself, America. Dennis in Brooklyn, you're up next. Yeah, Bo, great talking to you. Uh, I'm a veteran from uh, from Brooklyn. I was in the Army. I got a scenario from you. for you. You get 10 guys, take over a gun shop. You can arm 100 people. A whole bunch of small gun shops, they can take over a city. Or they come over the border with them guns. Then we got to fight urban warfare in our, our own country. And then what do the Democrats do? They'll say they they control guns now. <laughs> wow. Dennis, thank you, and thank you for your service to this nation. Sandy in New Jersey, you're up next. Yesterday, James Carville made a comment. I'm going to – two sentences. Trump is not normal. The uh, Biden campaign must wield a meat cleaver. We have to keep the foot on this guy's right neck – Take our heel and twist it. This is James Carville. Thank Carvel. you, Sandy. Will he go to jail for this? 
No, of course not. That's the way James Carville talks. We got to go. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you, your family, your loved ones. Love and gratitude for your being here with me and allowing me to be with you. God willing, we're back tomorrow for Boston Early's Rush Hour, the Wednesday edition. Till then, bye. Thank you.